1: Blog Talk Radio. <laughs>
2: Look where I'm at We was O.D. like DLC remember that My TLC was quite O.D., I.D. my fact. Now POV of you and me, similar Iraq I don't hate you, but I hate you Critique overrate you These beats of a tough cart, these bass lines to replace you Take time and erase you Love don't hear no more, no, I don't fear no more But it hit respect and quite sincere no more Oh, it's so shy To write me off Uh-huh Remember when you thought I'd take a loss Don't you remember You thought that I would need you. Follow procedure Remember Oh wait, you gotta need It was my season For battle wounds Battle scars Body bump bruise, Stabbed in the back Brimstone fire jumping through Still all my life I got money and buy, And you gotta live With the bad blood now uh-huh. You forgive, you forget, but you never let it go Band-aids don't keep bullet holes You say sorry just for show If you live like that, you live with God. If you love like that
1: message system Craig is not
2: With a masterpiece, waste time with a masterpiece. Uh, You should be rolling me, you should be rolling me. Uh, You're a real life fantasy, you're a real life fantasy. Uh, But you're moving so carefully, let's start living dangerously.
0: Friday. Um, sorry about that little mix-up. Uh, it was something with the company that streams for us. Um, it actually was not the operator's fault, um, so we apologize for that. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and bring Gregory on. Hey, man,
1: what's up? Hey, Tracy. How you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I was getting a little frustrated with not getting you on there.
1: Um Yeah, me too. Because
0: we have a lot to talk about, but, um, you know, you and I talked about doing this, and uh, it, it's with real um, tragedy in my heart, and I'm feeling it so hard today. Um, I think we need to call for a, a moment of silence. Were our brothers and sisters that died in Bowling Green. <laughs> I can say that with a straight face.
1: I know. I kept thinking about reversing that and I I couldn't stop from laughing. <laughs> yeah. So
0: we're with you, Bowling Green. Yeah. Solidarity.
1: Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. Don't forget the thoughts and prayers. That's the most important part.
1: That's kind of a given. Oh.
0: Uh, how it, it just it, you know? <laughs> I am pro woman, and you are too. And but I just I, I'm like, how the hell? And why the hell would you put her in charge of anything? It it just baffles my mind. Um,
1: Stupidity doesn't really have a gender, so we, we can't just say, oh. We're pro woman but just it seems like Trump has a a love for those whom are aren't the brightest crayons in the box. And this exactly. isn't Conway's first. This isn't Conway's first time fudging with with facts and history. I mean, not long after Trump's not long after Trump's inauguration, she came on the air and was disputing the crowd size numbers and saying, "Oh well, uh, Sean Spicer." You know, he was just giving an alternative effect. And <laughs> and if and you actually watch her, her facial expressions and, and hand gestures, I mean, you could tell that she know that she was full of crap. <laughs> and right. and she, she even almost, it, looked, it appeared like she was almost already a chuckle for a second there as well. But I don't know how she said it with even a semi-straight face. But to uh, say on live television, oh, yeah, well, that was just an alternative effect. I, <laughs> it. It makes me laugh from, to keep from crying every time I think about it.
0: Yeah, she's, um, you know, I, you know, I, I, I never want to sound like I'm putting a uh, any woman in a, a a dark light, but I mean, she is choosing to do this. She is choosing to give. These insane, you know, just this insane feedback. I mean, that, you know, you can, I mean, with her, I don't even need you with her because it's so easy to fact-check her. You know, (laughs) I usually have to go, hey, fact-check this, please. And um, with her, you know, it's like, you know, it takes you five seconds to, um, you know, to find that but, out if she's actually yeah, my, my
1: three my three year old niece would probably listen to listen to her and within five seconds she'd give her best Donald Trump impersonations and just say wrong, 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 you know. <laughs> it's, a, it's very easy <laughs> to fact exactly. Like her.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's good. See now, I hope people like your niece up and encourage them. I know some people have not liked my youth. Of the term sewer rat Barbie when talking about Kellyanne. And maybe I should stop saying that. I, I will work on it. Because um, there's, whether she's progressive or conservative, there's really no need in me saying that. And a friend actually called me out on it on Facebook the other night. And, um, you know, and, and, you know, like I said before, when when people were bad-mouthing um, Melania so much, you know, I mean, she's a woman. We have no clue um, what, what that relationship is like. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, these are things that have happened. This is all guessing. But, you know, she comes from a nation that, you know, is always like top three in, um, you know, human trafficking, and, you know, I'm not saying she did or she didn't, um, but, you know, coming from the country that she did, it had to be a rough life, and God knows I, I am not I am not saying that, um, you know, I'm a big fan of Melania or Kellyanne, but I guess as a woman, um, you know, I I shouldn't be mocking her or other people shouldn't be mocking Melania like we do. Um, does that make any sense? Thoughts?
1: To a point, I mean, I, I think it, it bothers me when I receive tweets of Melania half naked, and they're trying to make her out to be exactly not first lady, not first lady, but first fill in the blank with uh, nasty terminology. However, when right. when it when, it, when it, uh when she was speaking at the RNC and she plagiarized Michelle Obama, I am perfectly fine with poking fun <laughs> at her for that. <laughs> that. Yeah,
0: that kind of stuff. And so I guess you know, and that's how I feel about Kellyanne too. That. You know, I shouldn't make remarks about how she looks because that is – that's terrible of me. But it's okay for me to say – I mean, I feel like it's okay for me to say, where the hell are you getting these, you know, lies from? I mean, um, I was trying not to cut there. Um, yeah, took so, a lot, you know, <laughs> I know. It's, it's really hard to, um, you know, not go there, but I, I guess, I mean, I'm with you, that if it's a, it's not like a, how you look or how you may have come across 20 years ago, um, but yeah, I mean, plagiarizing a speech, um, you know, talking about Bowling Green Massacre, that kind of stuff, I don't care if you're a man or a, or a woman. I'm going I'm going to jump on that. So, I, I yeah. That I have no problem with I don't care, you know, I don't about it, say, I don't it's care one care thing to make a, a or,
1: sexist it's one thing to make a sexist remark about a woman in politics when you're right. commenting on her appearance and it's quite another to to criticize her for a comment she made and its accuracy.
0: Right, right. And I have, you know, I have been hating that people have said, like, the things that are so hateful about how she looks and the sexism with Mm. um, Melania. And I just, I mean, I have done the same thing with Kellyanne every time I call her sewer rat Barbie. Going forth, I will not use that term. I apologize. To people that offended, because I know, um, I know it has offended some people. A lot of people find it funny, but I can be funny another way. I mm-hmm. I, I, I just I just come out with jokes a mile a minute. So you know, we're man, we're starting the show kind of deep. Uh, I really want to talk <laughs> about just how the how the hell are you and. What's been going on with me? What's been going on with you? I, um, I've you know, to everyone out there listening, I've I've missed you so freaking much. And I'll I'll touch on my junk, um, you know, in, in a little bit. But let's find out what's been it's going it's, on it's with a good Rick. It's
1: a good thing you're not a guy saying that. I'll touch on my junk in a little bit, because I, I can be taken pretty <laughs> ambiguously. Oh
0: lord, such a bad man.
1: Yeah, I, I notice unintentional mm-hmm. double entendres when when I hear them.
0: Yeah, I know. You're the queen. I don't want to say you're the queen of them. You're the king of them.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice catch right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been doing pretty. No, I've been doing pretty well. I haven't. When's the last show we did? Was that a uh, little after, a little before Christmas, or? It
0: was a little. It, it was. We did. We did a show uh, there. The first, I would say,
2: right at oh, the yeah. first of the
0: year.
1: Yeah, I that? think you're right. Yeah, it's just a little then, after New Year's, I believe. Yeah, that's correct.
0: Yeah, and and then, um, yeah, it was on the. We were, ta- we
1: we're talking about the national title game, and you're all about Alabama. And who won that game again?
0: Well, at least I had a pick in the final.
1: <laughs>
0: sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: SEC. Who picked Ohio <laughs> State?
1: Yeah, they there. didn't play very well. But but who picked uh, more games correctly? I I rest my case. <laughs>
0: <sighs> Whatever.
1: <laughs> a... I don't pay attention to you.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we both really sucked on the um, National Football Championship. And I know everybody's going, okay, that's really old news. Do you know what we have yeah. coming up this weekend? And yes, we do. Um,
1: a lot of commercials. I
0: mean, yeah. Well, first, let's let's just go ahead and make our picks. Who you got? All
1: right. Uh, I, I'm cheering for Atlanta, but my pick is New England, thirty-one, Atlanta,
0: twenty-four. No, that's the score I put on a pool I'm doing.
1: Really?
0: What? <laughs> with the Patriots winning? That's a real yeah. common score for me to use in like a tiebreaker. Yeah. I don't know why I, I I I use those numbers a lot. And I'm like, well, they're a good team. They'll get a three or four. They'll go. I mean, three mm. or four touchdowns and one field goal. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that's the same score I used. Um, wow. And I, I've got I've got New England too. Um, here, I'll I'll go thirty four twenty four. How's that? Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll change it. So, so at least are you, are know, you pulling,
1: we'll are you pulling a price are you pulling a prices? right. Someone says the top guess is like, totally you know, five five hundred you go, I'll I'll one. Okay. <laughs> I um, well it, you
0: know, I, I could have just said, no, I'm sticking with that number too so that's true. I'm I'm, I'm trying here. Give me a break. God You think uh, <laughs> I've been out so sick and you just, we've been out almost a month, man. This is, this has been crazy. Um, but going back to Super Bowl, I, um, yeah, when playoffs started out, man, did I tank or what? I picked out Cowboys <laughs> to win the Super yeah. Bowl. So, um, you know, in the first, starting out, um but you know, I it, that was a that was a hard game. And and like we had talked about that last episode. Um Green Bay is still Green Bay. And um it was a tough hard fought game between Dallas and Green Bay and I, you know, not not just because we went to the same alma mater, but Dak Prescott who was named today's Pepsi Rookie of the Year, FYI. Um, You know, I thought he did well, even though they lost. Um, Because there were some things on Dallas' defense that led to and, I mean, his numbers were good. I I, I hate he couldn't win.
1: Um, Well, I mean, the the final score is 34 to 31, so you can't really pin the on the Dallas offense, I don't think. No,
0: no. It was a you know, once you got down like that four minute mark, it was it was truly a battle of the clock. You know, who's gonna mm-hmm. have the ball last and and that's what it you know, that's what it was. Um and you know that was, I mean, that was the best
1: game playoffs <laughs> so far. The playoffs have been awful. Definitely.
0: The only, the, oh gosh. Only two
1: out of only two <laughs> out of ten games have been decided by one possession. That game and then Pittsburgh and Kansas City. Besides that, the closest game was thirteen points. So I was in hindsight yeah, I'm pretty thankful I, for that game. <laughs>
0: I thought maybe it was because they wasn't feeling well, but no. Everyone I talked to is like, "Okay, yeah. these championships have stopped." Um, but you know, Dallas, Dallas, Green Bay game has been my favorite. Um, mm. I think, I think New England, I think New England really is going to run over Patriots. Um, over the Patriots. They're going to run over the Patriots.
1: Over themselves, it's
0: I hate <laughs> New England. I mean, I yeah, hate too. New England. But if there's a, any other team that I hate worse than New England, it's yeah. it's, it's the Dirty Birds. I mean, I'm, I I I've, I've been a Saints fan. I mean, I was born a Saints fan when I was in my mom's belly. So, I am a true blue Saints fan. I, you know, I didn't jump on board when like a lot of people did when they finally won a Super Bowl. Um mm. You know, I I remember going to games when people wore sacks over their head and the whole day. But, you know, they're not one of, you know, sports' biggest rivalries. But as far as New Orleans and Atlanta people go, it's the only rivalry. Uh And, uh, yeah, so, you know, like I said, the only team I hate more (laughs) is Atlanta. Um, I don't think they're as good as people think because they're they're in a poor conference a, a conference that had a bad year. Um you know, I, I I don't know. I mean it's good. Don't don't get me wrong. You know, you you've gotta be somewhat good to make it to a Super Bowl, but I, so? I I think I think New New England's gonna you know I think by third quarter, you know, we'll know who's gonna win. I I think they'll break apart.
1: Hmm.
0: New Orleans will, and yeah, and yeah, I'm,
1: I'm not sure I mean, what you seeing Atlanta is over overachieved, especially defensively uh, in the playoffs. But you get Bill Belichick two weeks to prepare for a team, and given uh, his track record, so I, mean, I, I just I just have a difficult time seeing the Patriots lose this, uh, that, that, this game. And ever since the start of the season, with the the battle with Roger Goodell with Tom Brady's four-game suspension and everything, and they just kind of seem like they've been on a, a mission. Like the the Blues brothers said, a mission from Ged. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I <just, laughs> or yeah. a mission from Ged. Ged. Yeah. Yes. I, I have a hard time seeing them lose the game, but I, I think Atlanta will score a few points and make it somewhat close. That, that's, that's my ultimate hope for the game, that it doesn't suck, <laughs> like a lot of the other games have.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm sure, you know, next week when we talk with, we, we, we'll probably be talking more about commercials than we are, uh, yeah. the game. And cause I just, I, I don't expect it to be very competitive. Um, I could be wrong. I, I have been a lot this year. When I come to <laughs> football, but, um, you know, I, you know, sometimes they let you see some of the commercials, but the, mm-hmm. um, well, I mean, I'll be honest. I just don't like Anheuser Busch products for the most part. I just, I don't, and because I, I, I'm, I'm a snobby beer person, and you know, I mean, I, I'll drink it in a pinch, but, um, I do love having Anheuser Busch in the city, and and that. Have you seen the commercial that they're putting out at the Super Bowl?
1: I I've read about it. I haven't seen it yet.
0: Oh man, I, I'll have it posted out there for everybody. Remind me and and I'll do that. Um, it it's it's basically Augusta Bush coming over from Germany, mm-hmm. you know, and it it shows how hard it was in those times. You know, when the little boats and the um, and he was actually indeed in a crash. And had to walk a bit. Then they got back on a boat, and you know, along along the way, people are like, "You don't belong here," you know, saying things like that. And then when when he gets to St. Louis, I mean, there's this man that just walks up to him and says, "You know, welcome to St. Louis." And he, uh, you know, and you you see, um, you're you just gonna you see the the late 1900s, um, or late 1800s, early 1900s. Like what St. Louis used to look like, and it basically, basically, it was an F.U. Trump uh, okay. kind of commercial. Um, when talking about you know immigrants and what this uh, what this great nation was founded on, and um, I think I think it's gonna I, I think that's gonna be the commercial that. Um, Probably plays a lot. It'll
1: be a lot of people's favorite commercials. Saturday yeah, I'm commercials of People's reactions. I I have a feeling there's a commercial. Gosh, it was the last year, or the year before, t- during the Super Bowl, and it, it showcased people with from all different countries and languages speaking about their love for America in this commercial. And while a lot of people, a lot of progressives and moderates, they they. I thought it was a beautiful commercial. You you've you heard a lot of angry commentary on on blogs and articles online from people of the right wing persuasion saying, "Oh well, they should all speak American. They should all speak English. They're not really American." Type thing. Oh.
2: Yeah. So I'm curious. Yeah.
1: If, if, I'm, curious with, if, I'm curious with regard to this commercial, what kind of reactions we'll we'll see and how how large of a range there there are if if some people on the right, like Trump's Diehards say, "Oh well, get oh, Anheuser Busch. They're they're liberal, and and that's that's not how America actually is." And, and <laughs> the and, thing is, you know. <laughs> they're they're not liberal. They're right.
0: they're not liberal. Um, but considering their company was built on their own backs and other immigrants' backs, um. You know, it it. Yeah, I think the commercial does a lot, but I guess living here in Saint living here in Saint Louis, um. You know, I mean, you you know how much they where. I mean, they're they're definitely conservative in a sense, but um. Yeah, it. Um, but AB, you know, when you when you think of, you know, I mean, I don't think this way, but you, when you think of beer in America, it's AB. I mean, it's it's the best-selling beer. I don't know how many years running, and, and I just want to tell people to drink real beer. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah anyway. but my, my
1: brother, my brother is a big beer connoisseur, and he loves craft beer and trying different things from all these local breweries and everything. And my, my dad, he's, he's kind of old school. He just likes you know Budweiser and Michelob light and all this other stuff. And me, yeah. I, I've never really been much. I've never really been much of a beer drinker. I prefer whiskey and Coke or in the summertime and margarita outside. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> you have to have training wheels with your whiskey. I see.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sh- shots get me into trouble. I, I've, I've learned. <laughs> it's the one thing I've learned in my 35 years.
0: <laughs> nah. I usually just have a water back and I'm good to go.
1: <laughs> <I> try <sighs> to show off, creepy.
0: <laughs> um. Okay, so well, there's a little talk. Most people that listen to us are probably going, why the hell are they talking about this? Um, but, you know, we, we talk about things that, you know, of course, political things, but even things, you know, that are that are so influential and, um, you know, such as, you know, these commercials and, the, you know, How's the you know how's how's everything gonna turn out um, you know once the final whistle is blown is is there gonna have any um, social negative or positive impact or are there gonna be commercials that um you know we talk about that are seen as influential. Um, so I think it's important that we talk about, you know, big things like this, too. Um, you know, I mean, of course, we talk about who we think's going to win, but, you know, we, we've spent a lot of time on, you know, other matters, too. Um,
1: yeah, I like whiskey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but... Okay, so I've been yapping. Um, I'm gonna let you start the next topic.
1: Hmm. So, did you uh, catch Trump, Trump's inauguration at all?
0: Uh, no. I no, couldn't. really? I, I just, um, I couldn't. I, I, I just could not. And, um, you know, well, I know that, you know, uh, you know your Nielsen ratings homes um we we get a lot of you know projections through that, but they also use um you know, uh, qualifying quantitative uh, is what I'm trying to say numbers and they they have other ways, and i just i could not find it in my heart to watch it and give. Give him satisfaction of having numbers, and and I think it really showed. So I mean, I mean, you look at the pictures of the inauguration. You look at the final numbers as far as um, you know how many people watched on TV, and um, and you know, then his first lie after <laughs> after, after the inauguration is. Um, is about you know how big, but I mean, when you compare those, you know, President Obama to Trump's, I refuse to call him president, to Trump's, um, it's like the same identical photo. There's so much white, you know, like the where what, what people were gonna The queen or whatever people were standing on, and mm-hmm. um. It's a completely it
1: could have been a crowd. different
0: crowd. imagine. a lot of white people were there. Oh man, yeah. I mean, I've seen so <laughs> many pictures, and um, you know, a lot of my friends who went to Washington D.C. and other marches. I know you marched for me. It it about killed me not being able um, to be a part. Because you know, I was. I I mean, I had room booked and the whole bit, and you know, we were ready to go. Um, but we are now setting our eyes on um the pride march that's gonna be happening june eleventh like a national pride march in d c if you wanna if you wanna protest and have some fun you should you should go with me and nora
2: i think I like you <laughs>
0: you it would be a hoot um <laughs> The gays, we know how to protest and party. So um, I've got to give a special shout out before I forget about this. I was so depressed not being able to um, go to uh, Washington. And one of our listeners, um, Tammy, I'm just going to give her first name, um, everyone saw the pink pussy hats, Pussy cat hats. Get your mind on the gutter. <laughs> she and her friends um, were they marched and yelled for me and they got me my own hat and I got it in the mail yesterday. <laughs> I can't wait to wear it. And my mom's going to be like, oh, what a cute cat hat. And I'm like, it's not a cat hat, but okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm excited about my cat hat. Um, I think my wife and I are going to try to get out a little tomorrow if I feel like it cause I've I, I've basically been in bed for a month it feels like and I need to get out. I'm about to go crazy. So yeah, um, uh, you know, you your mom's um, lying on the
1: head. Take a picture of it.
0: <laughs> I know. Before telling you what it's so actually un-
1: all about. Look at so yeah. minutes of
0: my daughter no, <laughs> oh, Mom. It has a different meaning, and yeah. you don't read the right. news sources yeah. that would show you what the meanings are. So, um, so while we're talking about that, real quick, I mean, I don't. Is there more you want to say about the inauguration? I mean, it was a flop. I mean, <laughs> that's not all I can say. <laughs> Um I, more people it often, attended the marches and yeah, that's true. um and, and I I I did watch stuff later, you know, that was recorded or whatever mm-hmm. that um wouldn't give them like credit for, you know, for the original recording. Um, so I did I did watch several and it's it's just impossible for me to get through some of the things he says, I just want to vomit. Um, and that smug thing. How do you really it, feel? Just, <laughs>
1: uh,
0: I don't like him <laughs> a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I watched it off and on throughout the day. I just, I, I, I couldn't watch too much at one given sitting, but I did listen to his speech and fortunately it wasn't that long with speech it was only gosh about 10 or 15 minutes it did seem like a couple hours that's shorter than most of his speeches and it was a pretty it was a pretty terrifying speech that that guy is he's very he's always been very vague with his rhetoric and yet very very animated as well and that that held serve during his uh Inauguration speech, also. And it was just a bunch of angry rhetoric. Oh, our country's a disaster, the world's a disaster. Oh, let's make America great again, and blah, blah, blah. It, it was pretty much a rehash of his campaign speeches.
0: Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt.
2: And I, I, and um,
1: I just love that the side by side photos of President Obama's inauguration in yeah, 2009, and compare that with with Trump's inauguration, and of course, of course, afterwards Trump had to make it this big deal. Oh, that's that's not the real photo, and oh, that's that's Photoshop, that's fake, fake news. <laughs> it just it, it just cracks me up. C- can you imagine if he were a, a judge, and he pres- he presented evidence, and uh-huh. oh, I don't believe that evidence. That's that's fake evidence. <laughs>
0: God. I yeah. <laughs> um before we go much further, I, I do um you know, we we're talking about a little bit about what's been going on with both of us and um you know, I I do I do want to say so much thanks to um everyone who has been concerned about my health and um things kind of took a spiral there. Um <laughs> You know it ended up I had to have surgery, and then two days later uh infection set in, and they were had to do a lot with that. I was in the hospital almost a week, and it was a mess um but you know I'm bouncing back and uh, I'm definitely ready to uh you yeah, know kick some ass and um I'm hoping, you know, that this is um, it for us. (laughs) That we're not going to be going away. Um, You know, because I think this show is important to a lot of people and it's sure important to us because we like getting out the information to you guys. And um, if, if I'm not writing you back, it's because it's really hard for me now after the second surgery and I have like this robotic arm, um, these things that are like pinned into me. Um, I literally look like um ca- uh not Captain America. Um what am I just gonna Johnny, I look like Armand. Johnny Five. And uh, yeah. <laughs> um so it's it's hard to use that arm and i I I I can't type a lot back with my left hand and um, the doctor has really told me not to do too much with this hand. And I, I think I was doing way too much um, texting and typing with the hand, um, you know, during the, you know, before during the first surgery. And, but, um, you know, I just, I just want to thank everyone who took time to check on me and um, several of you all have sent me good get well presents and just, you know, we have awesome listeners, so um you know, thank you guys for understanding, for being there. We we really appreciate it. To say the least. And um
1: You're starting to feel better, you think or <sighs> not we- really. I I I, I oh, mean okay. I
0: majority of my days in those who know me know that I don't, I don't like sleep a lot. I mean, but that's how I, I mean, it's usually very difficult for me to sleep, but that's pretty much all I can do. I, you know, I, I think it's just my, I think it's just my body, you know, reacting to um, a major infection and two surgeries within a week. <laughs> that mm-hmm. takes a toll on your body. And, yeah, um, uh, sure. And then given the fact that a lot of this would not have happened if, uh, like, I got the infection, because I, if you're in the Missouri area, whatever you do, don't use Missouri Baptist. Um, you know, they say it's one of the best hospitals, but it's not. Um, we made very clear that I'm allergic to um, adhesives, um, including, like, sterile strips that they use and, um, you know, things like that, glue. Um, it basically said all I can use are paper tape. Everything else causes me to get an infection. And because I had a nerve block on my arm from Tuesday until like early Thursday morning, I couldn't tell I had an infection because I couldn't feel a thing in my arm. But then as soon as that nerve block went away, it was like, bam. Um... You know, I was just dying, and we had to go to the doctor. He opened that up and was like, "Oh, holy crap!" And um, and then um, he ended up putting me in the hospital because it got so much worse over like a two-day period. And while in there, he decided to do surgery um, involving the um, not only involve, involving you know, put more hardware in my arm, but also having to deal with that infection. So it's been hard. I mean, I I feel really drained. I mean, I I walk from the living room to the bathroom, and uh, sometimes, I mean, sometimes I feel like I, I'm not like out of breath, but my body just feels like I walked or ran a marathon. I mean, I'm just like, my body, I just want to drop. Um so I guess it's good. I've been sleeping and resting. I I mean that's the best thing I can do. But mm-hmm. um I miss I miss you and I miss the show. I miss um oh, you, too. you know, I try to get on Twitter as much as I can and um keeping up with things and you know, tweeting things out. Um and I think as I get better I'll I'll do more of that of course. Um but, you know, thanks to you for being understanding you could have decided screw this I'm going to get another partner we're going to start our own show and you didn't and I thank you for that and uh, thanks as well to our you know wonderful listeners for hanging in there with both of us Um, trust me I have not wanted to be gone and uh, so it's good to be back and I think we're back for good, um, unless something weird happens with my arm again. Um, you know, I wanted to wait a few days after I was out of the hospital and us, uh, uh, you know, address this a couple of days ago. And um, I just showed yesterday. Craig wasn't able to make it, but in case you missed it, I encourage you all to go listen to the bo- podcast. Um, we have Shannon Watts who um is is the executive director of moms demand action um a lot of you know who this woman is and she is a power house and i mean she goes on shows like meet the press and things like that and and i have been getting to know her over the past few months and um She offered to come on our show, and I was like, okay, and uh, she gave me the date. Sadly, it didn't work for Craig, but we didn't want to turn down this huge opportunity, and that went really well yesterday, so I hope you guys, you know, if you missed it, you'll go back to me and talk about a shiro. Um, if you if you don't know Moms Demand Action, um, just Google the organization. But in in simple words, I mean they they're really just a, a, when it when when you envision what a grassroots movement looks like, that's what I see. And they oh my God, they are amazing and. Um, I just, I really enjoyed getting to know her and uh, her advocacy and activism all over the world. Um, I'm trying to make it a safer place for our kids. And you don't have to be a mom to support the group. I told her I was going to start a uh, a chapter, Ants Demand Action. And um, she was like, we might have to look into that. <laughs> so, And I know, well, aunts and Uncles. Uh, demand action, and I know I know you would be on board because I know how you feel about your niece. The same, you know, as I feel about my niece and nephew. So, but it was it was really neat uh, talking to her, and um, it was an hour long, um, and it is just you know, Of of course, when I announced she was on the show, Jesus H Christ, the number of NRA trolls and, and I was, I just, started just blocked. I was like, it's not worth it. Um, it's but never sadly,
1: it's just a bunches.
0: yeah, yeah. Sadly, uh, you know, we Shannon and I spoke, and we decided not to take calls because we felt like so much needed to get out there and, and ways that people can help and, you know, things that you can do. Um, and I felt like we would be fielding NRA trolls and it would just be, it, it, it would cut way down on our time. And there was way too many other important things and battling with a troll. And I know a lot of you probably wanted to ask questions. So we're thinking about doing a question and answer thing with her at a, on a later you know, date. So we'll, we'll keep you posted there. But um, definitely definitely go on our main um, Blog Talk Radio website and you can find yesterday's podcast. And you can also find it on iTunes as well. Um, but I hate you missed it. Uh, you would you would have been in heaven. Um,
1: yeah, I hope so, you can come back. A, it's just been a crazy couple of weeks as I don't know it's been know. for you too, but, uh, but one of these days we'll, we'll both be feeling healthy and our schedules won't be all cluttered with other plans.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah, I would love to have, you know, like a question and answer with her and let people ask questions in advance. I mean, cause I, I'm just, I'm not going to waste time, um, reading, you know, idiots <laughs> and, um, and I'm I'm not gonna give them any attention. I mean, the best way to do that is to ignore them. I mean, yeah, I might go toe to toe for a little while with a uh, troll, but in the end, I'm just like, okay, I'm bored and block them, <laughs> and that's what really hurt. You know, gets them all riled up. I hate when people do that. So. <laughs> I really know how to make friends and influence people. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are coming to um, a break. Um, I definitely need more water. Right? I need to go do that. Yeah, me too. But um we But we will be back shortly. Just give us a few minutes, and um, we will be back with you guys. Thanks. Now are
1: you
0: there? I am. I just feel like my uh, the music we're gonna have the next four years is gonna be pissed off music. Yeah. I need to start getting getting a lot of those songs like on my
1: computer. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to listening to a lot of like 90s nails and things like that. <laughs>
0: yes, yeah, so I've been listening to a lot of 90s music lately. Mm. Um. You know, and more of the grunge 90s I guess mm-hmm. um, but um, you know I definitely want us to you know I mean we spent the hour you know obviously everything you know we try to talk about is important but um, you know I, I I know we really want to spend a lot of time um, we, we touched briefly on it but um, you know, we talked about Trump's inauguration and we can still talk some on that um and i know we really want to talk about um the women's march and also talk about um you know it just how things continue to get worse daily for on the muslim ban and the protests the resistance um you know cuz several things have happened on that front too um you know it's it's so hard to believe that this is actually happening um I, you know i I still keep waiting, Craig, you know when we first got started and we were first talking about you know Trump being a potential candidate, I was like, oh yeah, ha ha, funny you know when <laughs> when is the when are they gonna say, you know, just kidding, and um i don't think I don't think they are. Um. And that scares the crap out of me.
1: What's um, funny? I read an article yesterday, and I guess Howard Stern and Trump. I mean, they've been kind of celebrity buddies for a while. And and Stern, he said, you know, at the very outset, when he, when Trump announces his, his campaign, his his run for president, Stern thought, well, okay, yeah, he's just gonna. He just wants the publicity. He wants to make a few bucks for the, his apprentice show, and and that's all there is to it. And he just kept moving further and further along in the GOP primary, and eventually winning the nomination, and then winning the presidency, and, and mm-hmm. certain things. And certain certain things that Trump is actually pissed off that he won, and he's he's talking about voter fraud because he, he actually wants Clinton to win because he said Trump, you know, the only thing he really wants in life is to be liked, to be loved. And if if that's your number one goal in life, then the last job you want is to become president of the United States. And and Stern said, I I really think that if he does last four years in office, it's just going to be mentally debilitating to him because he's just not really cut out for this kind of thing.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's pretty obvious. (laughs) That's Mm. that's been obvious since day one. He's you know announces. Presidency, but now we are actually discussing and, um, you know, having to look at the fact that, um, this I mean, some of this stuff could come to fruition. Um, I tell you what's getting me is that, you know, he's trying to do everything by. You know, uh, executive powers, and it's as if uh, you know Congress doesn't matter. And on a lot yeah. of things that he's doing, and I mean, sure, and it, there, seems there, like, it seems like it seems like anyone who accepts fun, him at
1: all, dissents but, at all, then he fires them. It,
0: right, and and he, I I forgot the exact statistics. But the number of executive orders compared to like the the average four eight years, four years for a president, he has surpassed like over. I have to find the exact statistic. I meant to write it down. Uh, but he has surpassed what some people have done in four years in two
1: weeks. Yeah. Sure. For, well, it, it, it's it's yeah, kind of funny because when Trump when, when Trump was running for president, he he often called, or even before he started running for president, he often called Pre- or Barack Obama, Tyrant mm-hmm. Obama, King Obama, Dictator Obama, because of his executive orders. And if if you look right. at a rundown of our history and the number of executive orders that presidents have passed, you know, President Obama he, he he passed 275 executive orders in his eight years in office. And that, that's a lower mm-hmm. per year. That's a lower per year average than any of the previous four presidents, uh, including including Ronald Reagan, who, who passed through 381 executive orders. And in Donald Trump, I don't have exact number as of today how many executive orders he's passed, but at a couple uh, three or four days ago, he was at 20 executive orders in 10 days. That's an average of two per day. And if he had he goes along at that pace, which I I findly, find find be incredibly uh, unlikely, I hope I hope it doesn't happen. But if he goes at that pace, and he'll have at least four thousand executive orders passed, four thousand in eight years, four thousand. Compare it to two seventy five for Obama, and yet, yet he had the gall to call Barack Obama a tyrant or a dictator.
0: Right, right. I mean, that shouldn't surprise us that he. Said those things, but it's you know, it. I mean his his whole his whole candidacy and you know has has been you know do as I say not as I do. So mm-hmm. you know I don't yeah, know
1: a lot of, a lot of the executive order why orders they, they can't actually go through. It's just him trying to act as though he's falling through with this campaign promise, saying, "Well, it's in writing. This is my executive order." I, I it it's not going to do anything, but I'm just going to put it out there. So my, my supporters think that I did something.
0: Right. Right. Um, you you asked me if I watched the, um, um, inauguration, you know, and I said, I didn't, I saw some of the videos later, but, um, even though we and we had to run out for just a few minutes but I kept the TV on um I want you know I I wanted to be counted among one of those that watched the women's march and um what an outstanding event um I I mean I I I was sick that I wasn't there but a lot of people I know that went, sent me pictures, sent me other stuff, and, um, my only thing, I just want to make sure people know that, okay, this is, this is a starting point, we got to keep going, um, you know, and, and it seems like it's going to go that way, uh, a lot of people are involved in you know, keeping it going, um, you know, are we going to have a mass protest every weekend? Not, not like those numbers, but you know, hell yeah, I see us having you know protest and you know resisting uh, what is happening in this country. But um, you know, who who did, who did you like, um, or who were a couple of the people you, you you liked the most that spoke? Um or who you know, who are you impressed with or, or you know, whatever. Um about the women's march.
1: Besides Donald Trump, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I I love everyone out there. I love women, beautiful women, shapely women. You you're all so beautiful. <laughs> so so bigly beautiful, you know. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I, I've been trying to work on my Trump impression. I have a ways to go but I've listened to the guy so much over the past year, year and a half that it's it, it it's only a matter of time before you say hi, Craig and I say, Well hello and you think, Oh my gosh, Craig, you've changed <clears throat> <laughs> Hello, you're lovely. Oh uh, gosh,
0: Don't I, I
1: tell you yeah, yeah, one? yeah,
0: Love lovely,
1: lovely. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> gosh, it's it's hard for me to pick one or two speakers. Uh, I, it's it's funny, not funny, haha. But I got into a discussion about this a couple nights ago, and I got into a, <laughs> I'll call it a friendly uh, debate with some neighborhood conservatives, and I, I was the only uh, progressive. In the, I was the only progressive in the crowd, and they were kind of. Uh, ranting about uh, the protests going on with regard to the immigration bill and also, and also the March in Washington and three of the four conservatives there, they, 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 they kind of asked the question, well, why why did the women March? And and I just kind of looked, I just kind of looked, I'm sure if I had like a deer in the headlights look thing and you got to be freaking kidding me. Right. And, and, and I, I just, I mean, I read a lot of articles. I, I listened to some speeches and I, I think more than anything, I, I just listened to and read a lot of the women's women protesters' stories. I mean, they were they were asked firstly, mm-hmm. you know, why why are you here? Why are you marching? Hey. And and I I heard, I mean, there there were some common ground amongst many of of the protesters, but they they all had a personal story to tell on, on why they were marching. Oh, and,
0: definitely.
1: And and I I think that more than anything, just the number of people that showed up and 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 stood together during during the inauguration weekend and to let Donald Trump and his administration know that they weren't going to put up with that his kind of sexist rhetoric and and uh, right. legislation right. i i think i mean i i think i read i read an article that the, the crowd size for the march in washington was i think three times it's like a 3 to 1 ratio between that and the inauguration crowd and, you, you know, Donald Trump, you know, that anger him <laughs> bigly. <laughs> he he never likes to be shown up and he always wants to be the, the biggest, the loudest, the best. And so, you know, you know, that had to have bothered him. And when, when I, when I, when I tried to have that friendly debate with some conservative friends a couple of nights ago, I mean, I, I, I kind of said, you know, as, as a man, it, it's hard for me to fully empathize with what a woman goes through. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll never get pregnant. I'll never have a baby. I'll, I'll never know what it's like to be sexually objectified at the workplace for you know wearing a skirt or what have you. I, I'll, I'll never personally know these things, and yet, yet I think what men, what many men don't do enough of is actually try try to understand. You might not fully understand because you're not, you know, you're not a woman. But to actually listen and try to empathize with with women and try to understand what they're
2: right. talking about,
1: I I don't, I don't think there's enough of that. And I'll never forget the day after the election, you and I held that that special show, and and people you know, again, people asking why do women wa- march in Washington, and I, I I look back to that show, and we had how many female callers call in, and they were oh all tears. They they all they all bawled their oh, eyes God. out and. And they all basically said the same thing, and and, I, and I've heard many other women suggest similarly to our callers that day, including my own mother. But the reason many of these women marched and why they're speaking up now is because we we've elected a man who has a long sordid history of sexist sexist rhetoric of, of seeing women as just objects, not people. Of he's been. A, alleged to have sexually assaulted at least 20 women, uh, sexually harassed, who knows how many others. He, he even described a sexual assault in a leaked Access Hollywood video. He was, mm-hmm. he, he allegedly raped a 13-year-old girl. I mean, th- this is a man who has a long history of misbehaving around women, of not respecting women. Right. So many, many of these women are callers. They, they said over and over again that they felt violated. Like they felt. I remember one caller said that she felt like less of a person, like less of a woman. Like
0: yeah.
1: Like her voice didn't matter. Like I
0: know exactly you're can, talking about. Like she about only too. Yeah, she,
1: yeah exactly. She can only be seen as as a sex object, and that now now is it. And so I mean I I think that's the major reason why so many women are marching and and speaking up is because mm-hmm. many many felt the same way after the election results came in. They they felt. They felt like less of like less of a person like like they just didn't matter anymore like they were they were they were physically violated by this this man as as he defeated the first women women president in our in our history and and i, I think after a certain period of time when we fi- we were finally done crying about the results, uh many of us finally just said, you know what we we can't take this right <laughs> we can't take this line down, we have to stand up with one another and and fight."
0: Yeah, the you know the, the thing that I don't know touched me the most. You've said a lot of them, but you know, when's the last time you've seen you know Muslim women active in something like that? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that says a lot at how far. Yeah, you know, they've come with their religion, um, you know, because that that has always been one of the things. Um, I and I don't understand as well, so I'm I, I'm not making any judgments at all. Um, but they they do seem to kind of treat women as second class citizens. Some do. Um, I know that there's a more progressive generation. Of younger Muslims, and that's great. Um, so I don't take this as a—I am so not judging. Um, but I mean, we all know that so many Muslim women are, are not seen or heard, and the amount, you know, in, in the interviews that I read, you know, Muslim you know women after one after the other. Um that was inspiring. Um mm-hmm. it it was you know just really seeing all the groups work together um, was unbelievable. Unbelievable.
1: Um does I, that I, make do, sense I do I do wanna butt them? for one second here. I, I do think we shouldn't just single out Islam or, or traditional or old school Islam as being is kind of treating women as second class citizens. I I think oh, God, just about no. I, mean, I, I think I think just about every organized religion, uh people who are very old school, very traditional, they, they tend to treat women as inferior as the inferior of the two sexes. And so
0: I just oh, want no. I mean, to was lessons, <laughs> you know Okay. Yeah. know Southern yeah. Baptists are the same. I mean I and I yeah, and I don't mean to put all of that on yeah. Islam, I mean, southern Baptist. I figured I saw it that up. <laughs> Lord. I mean, you know, you, uh, you know, they believe that shit part in the Bible about, uh, you know, <laughs> women must, uh, you know, basically, I, mean, I can't remember the exact word in the verse, but, you know, submit to your husband. <laughs> like, mm-hmm bullshit <laughs> Yeah, uh-uh. you know all these
1: books written by You know all these books books written by guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's not, resume, you right? know. Yeah. Well, I mean that verse was written literally thousands of years ago, but you know, yeah, that was in the Old Testament and that was
1: old school, old school. Yeah, that's, um, that's yeah, old school to the extreme. Mhm, and
0: it's definitely not all. And, and I apologize if I offended anyone. That that was not what I meant. But I, I mean, insert conservative group, religion, mm-hmm. whatever here, and you know that's who I'm talking about. But I, it, it was just beautiful for me to see, you know, a lot of women. And I'm sure there are plenty of other women like me who are recovering Southern Baptists that are like, "Uh uh-uh, you know, I'm not going to let what, you know, um, the religion I'm recovering from be my life. And, um, you know, but I guess you just see it, you know, you just saw it more with um, the nation of Islam because, you know, they... Um, because because of you know like what you know what they have to wear Um, Mm -hmm. you know you know what I mean I mean like I don't have a sign that says former Southern Baptist and you know so but I'm sure there's many other people who who were repressed from religion Um, but you know we don't have signs or anything (laughs) Um, I I think it's some great T-shirts. I would love to sell for Southern Baptist. Um, I think I know a lot of people who would buy them. <laughs> but, um, anyway, um, they I'm not gonna say who because you know I know her heart was in it, but there was one celebrity in
1: particular. I
0: was like
1: so, I think I know who you're talking what, about. <laughs>
0: what the fuck did you just smoke? You know, or did you drink a bad batch up, you know, down in Kentucky? I mean, what the hell? And I love this actress. I mean, I I love her. Um and she started out strong, but then it was just like what? <laughs> what <laughs> What? Um,
1: yeah, there's, there's always got to be one, doesn't there?
0: <laughs> yeah, and of course Madonna did her thing. I was like, why are you even surprised? Oh, I got who you were
1: talking about. <laughs> uh, no,
0: I I said a little hint when I said she must have picked up a bad batch in Kentucky.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> gotcha.
0: Her sister and mama sing. Do you know who it is now?
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, I don't (laughs) know. Okay.
0: But I tell you, uh, someone that I'm a huge fan of, um, because, you know, I'm a Marvel geek, and I I will admit it. Um, But I love Scarlett Johansson, what she had to say. And, you know, Mm -hmm. what, what was cool, you know, there at the beginning when, um, Gloria Steinem spoke. It was like, whoa, you know, she has been around for so long and I mean she's it, she's the mother of the feminist movement and uh you know, I I I just any anything I've ever heard or read by her, I just it you can count on it to be empowering. And it definitely was. Um that that was uh, and that's who I was really looking forward to seeing when I went to Washington, but did not happen. Um, but hopefully we can we can get in on the gay pride action, and we need we need our straight friends there, <laughs> our straightish friends, <laughs> whatever. What <are> You're
1: <laughs> <laughs> you talk talking to me, Tracy. <laughs> All paranoid. right. Good Lord. <laughs> it should be
0: honored.
1: Yeah, a little bit Yeah, a little Yeah, of a little whatever. of a little bit of a little
2: bit of I little
0: bit of a little bit boys, boys, little I Pissing people off when I tell them I'm bisexual because yeah, you know, <laughs> so many people have such a negative response. I mean, I think it'd be better for me to say I was straight than bisexual. I I think I hope things are are turning around, but I don't know.
1: Uh, I I think a lot of people they're they're starting to accept homosexuality, and they think okay, well, they they kind of have this this programmed in their mind. Okay this this woman is in the women this guy this guy is in the guys and but they they can't get their mind wrapped around the idea okay they go both ways uh okay, some uh, Mondays Wednesdays and Fridays he's in the women and the other days he's right. he's in the guys you know <laughs> and okay, I mean um, it's
0: just it, it, you're just dating a, a person and right. it's,
1: you know are
0: I know, but I'm married to a woman and I'm, you know, no, we don't all cheat on each other because we need a man or need a woman, you know. Uh, it, I mean, that's the shit porn is made of. <laughs> it's not, you know, I'm like, you know, come on. But I mean, people are getting in better touch with, you know, uh, the. The uh, tag word of the year of 2016, their gender fluidity. I mean, I kind of make fun of that, but it really is true. Um, You know, people are 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 just seeing that, and and more people are embracing that. That you, you know, you don't have to put a label on it, you know, and um, you you shouldn't have to put a label on it. So. Um, we'll see how many people I lose today from exclaiming I was by. I don't hide it, I mean. <laughs> but you never know.
1: I think you're fine. But,
0: but yeah. who knows? I don't care <laughs> if I'm not. <laughs> like, shoot, this, this is who I am. Take me or leave me.
1: Um,
0: anything else on, um... As to what we talked about with the uh, women's march, I feel like I feel like I'm missing so much. Um,
1: yeah, I, I think I said all I, I all I wanted to say. But is there anything you wanted to
0: add? Try to think, but you know, I really just can't. You know, it's, some of the stuff we're so a little bit removed from now, and there's so mm-hmm. much other stuff um, right. current that we need to. Work on. I guess you know my my one thing is just to keep, um, just to keep it going. You know, I mean, I know people who have never protested a day in their life. They got out. They went to their local women's march, or you know, some that you know even went to Washington because they knew it was, you know. It, how important it was and mm-hmm. we just need to continue that and not um, and I don't think people have there have been times that I just felt like okay people wanted to protest for a day so they can say I'm a badass I protested, but it's like okay. as far as advocacy and processing goes you must accept it as a lifestyle choice that this is the way I'm going to live my life, and it's going to be um, the way I choose to live. And, um, you know, in researching ways that uh, you can, um, you know, make an impact. And, I, you know, I posted something about today, and, you know, I always talk about it. Uh, but what happened today is Nordstrom broke their contract with uh, Ivanka Trump because of how many people were boycotting. And, you know, it, it, Dr. King and, you know, Malcolm X, so many people, you know, we're, this is Black History Appreciation Month. And, you know, we have to look to those leaders um and how and how they made um, uh, you know impact throughout America with you know like Rosa Parks and the Montgomery bus boycott and you know War, Woolworths was boycotted and so so many different stores and movements and groups um you know. If if they're not making money and if they're not able to um keep you know, stay afloat, then guess what happens? They go away. One down, mm-hmm. more to go. You know? Um and, and so it it really it really does it, it it does happen. I mean you see the hashtag grab your wallet, but you really have to be you know you really have to be able to do that and I mean it was kinda funny <laughs> My wife was, the other day was like, I know this is horrible and I can't do it and I won't, but I want Chick fil A so bad. I'm crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> don't you dare buy Chick fil A. Don't you dare. And I said, I said, if we were not in another country, they support countries that, you know, kill LGBTQ people. And that is what your money's going to. And she's like, I got it. I got it. I'm not going to. I wasn't going to in the first place. Jeez, <laughs> you know. But um, you know, you need to remind people that, and people, people are like, "Ah, uh, my one sandwich isn't going to hurt." You know. like, well, what if a hundred thousand people have that same thought and they buy a five dollar sandwich? Look at the money they just made, and you know, a lot of that goes to their um you know, they're a little I can't call them charities because there's no charitable work there, but you know, religious groups are uh very uh conservative groups that they um you know, donate money to. I mean they you know, you ha you have to get yourself thinking like that, that okay, well maybe one won't but, you know, yeah, it will i mean when when like if one person in each county in America gave up you know a sandwich a week or whatever i mean it it makes it makes an economical input, and so I guess that's all I have to say about you know, is, yeah, we marched, it was an incredible thing, but you, you still got to have that march, that mentality, um, you have to, you have to live it, eat it, breathe it, I mean, um, you know, and like I said, that hashtag, grab your wallet, you, you, you need to hold on to it, and You know, our our friends over at the Democratic coalition against Trump, you know, they, I've shared it a bunch, but they have done the boycott Trump. you can search for that. and, And, um, there's a boycott Trump app that is so easy to access. Um, and it's updated daily. Um, And they usually give you, you know, you can go on their website and find out, okay, why can't I use them again? And, you know, if you're like, I guess, I mean, people hate to be told, you know, what you can't do. But, you know, they're good about saying, here's why we think you should boycott, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, But I definitely recommend that people get that. Um, I use it all the time. and sadly there are way too way too many common um uh, products and places on there that um you're like damn it <laughs> I really like that place now I can't go but you know it's it's what you do um
1: yeah I, I sell yeah. books on Amazon and every, every every Tuesday I share links on how to purchase paperback and Kindle versions of my books and I I always see at least one commentator saying uh, sorry but I can't buy off Amazon grab your wallet yeah
0: I mean what do you say to that I mean is there a place you can switch to or
1: well I I, I just tell them where they can buy the paperback version if they so choose Uh, otherwise uh, yeah (laughs) And then I started yeah. to beg no, i don't I don't do that,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they have that you know much of a problem with it, and then you know by I mean i you know I know what kind of guy you are, what kind of man you are, and I know that you're not i mean that trying to be you know especially a self published author, um there's not many options out there, and um you got to do what you got to do, you know, and, um, but, you know, you're not at Amazon, right? I mean, like they don't have a contract on you. No. I wouldn't feel so bad knowing I was buying directly from you, but, you know, buying from Amazon, I probably would have an issue with, but, um, anyway, I think that, um, I think, you know, I I still respect you. I mean, you haven't... Thanks. You haven't,
1: good you to, know... It's good to know. <laughs> I'm
0: not going to call for a boycott of my co-host.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what have I started?
0: Just buy the paperback, and you make more money that way, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have so much stuff we want to talk about. Um what do you want to talk about next?
1: Uh, I imagine we'll pro- we should probably touch on the executive order with regard to the quote-unquote Muslim ban and what's what yep, what since that
0: do. was
1: enacted last Friday.
0: Yeah, why don't you, um, you want to kind of review you know, what's happening and what has happened to this?
1: Oh, gosh. Well... Last Friday, as most of the world knows, Donald Trump passed passed an executive order which barred refugees from uh, seven Muslim-dominated countries, Iran, Iraq, Syria, Yemen, Libya, Somalia, and Sudan, from traveling to the U.S. for 120 days, and he didn't give much heads up to employees at at the airports. And so not many people were 100% certain of what he was talking about specifically, and which that that creates a lot, uh, create a lot of chaos at the airports.
2: Mm. And
1: initially, initially this impacted those, the green cards, uh, visas. Um, and, and since they received so much backlash there, I, I've read reports that they might ease up on those with green cards. But again, it just, it, it seems like Trump and and the, st- the, the staffers with whom he he worked on this executive order didn't really think about things very thoroughly, and and it, it appears it appear to me anyway that he was just trying to tell his voters, oh, I'm following through with my promise. Here's an executive order without actually thinking about what he was putting forth and, and all the potential repercussions that went along with it. Right.
0: Um, I mean, what do you expect? What's going to happen now?
1: (laughs) Your guess is as good as mine. I mean, Iran is temporarily... They responded to uh, Trump's executive order and and temporarily barred U.S. citizens from from traveling to their country. And I read a report today saying that a U.S. soccer team is banned from from playing there. And... I I I really think Trump's intent was to carry along Obama's policy of slowing down the refugee po- po- uh, process from certain countries. However, that's not what he did. He actually barred these people for for 120 days, and he wasn't very specific on all it would impact. And so right now they're trying to fill yeah. up all all Missing pieces of the puzzle, and perhaps go back to uh, Obama's policy. But as of right now, everything's just kind of in flux, and a lot of people aren't certain what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I, I'm kind of at a, I mean, cause I just you know, I don't think any of us have a clue what he has mm. on his mind, and you Not know. <laughs> Well, yeah, and, you know, it, um, you know, it, but it, it, it just, it's, it's like, dude, have you thought this out? I mean, you don't, you don't just, you know, like you said, you know, talking about how the airport had no warning whatsoever, you don't just, you know, stop people, you know, which was about what eighty thousand people that first day, and you you know and a lot of them going into the same airport you don't just shut them down and you know and and people don't know what the hell is going on and um and i've I've read from many sources ones that I trust and um even ask a friend about it and. You know there there are people that are dying because they can't can't get back into America. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean literally, you know, because yeah, they I read, have. I read a
1: report about a five year old being detained for several hours at an airport.
0: Mhm. Well, I read a story. It, it was on a kid. I believe it was. I believe she was six. Um, has cancer, but they're not letting her back to get back on her um you know uh, get back on her routine and um you know with everything that she needs with radiation and chemo you know whatever else that she needs it's it's turning into it's um you know <laughs> I actually went back and read 1984 um, West Half of America, and
1: it's yeah, right. Yeah, that's me. the article that this sales of 1984 have just skyrocketed yes. ever, ever since the inauguration.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's, you know, I mean, I've always seen the resemblance, and, but you know, the last time I read it was probably, well, I know we read it in high school, but I think I had to read it in college, too, and huh. And that was when you were forced. Yeah, you know, if people force me to read shit, I'm like, no. <laughs> um, but I, I really, um, I really think that, um, it, it, it's, you know, some of this stuff is coming to fruition before our eyes, mm. and,
1: um, but. Yeah, I, I just don't think Trump and his administration thought this through all the way. And, and of, and of course, you, you know Trump. When's the last time you heard the man apologize or admit he was wrong about anything? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> Never. Dealer, dealer, anybody? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And. So, I mean, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Know, I, I, my heart goes out to those families that are impacted by this, and
0: yeah, I, I sincerely I hope that
1: they're able to fix these holes – the missing pieces of the puzzle very quickly so we can right the ship again
0: <clears throat> and of course our neighbors to north canada you know, yeah. are doing the complete opposite and yeah. i mean yeah. when have you heard of a terrorist incident up there up until you know the quebec city um bombing which turned out uh, was was a white man um, who yeah. who did that? Who's you know uh, anti-Muslim and
1: uh, well? Did you hear the initial reports you know. by Fox News? Oh yeah. With regard to the shooting, they said that there were two shooters. That one was of gosh, he he was a Muslim. He was a Muslim, and he shouted Allah Akbar, and. And, of course, I mean, I, late that night I was checking through my my Twitter notifications while I was in bed, and I, I saw trending was Allah Akbar, I I had no idea what that was all about, so I clicked on it. And it was a bunch of Fox News listeners, regulars, claiming that that a Muslim was the one that shot these six Muslims in a mosque. And, and of course, the following morning I woke and saw that it was a false report and that the, the lone shooter – was a white nationalist Trump supporter.
0: Yep. I mean, you know, that and that's terrorism, but it's terrorism on the the wonderful Islamic people. I mean, um we have a lot of, of people of listeners and you know followers that okay. They happen to be, you know, Muslim. I don't care. So, uh, it it shouldn't matter. Um, you know, there's a big difference between a terrorist, extremist, than just someone who practices the Muslim religion. Um, I mean, God, don't get me started on listening, you know, Southern Baptists out there, especially who take lives by uh, bombing abortion clinics and all this other shit. I mean, yeah. So, so if you're out there and you, you are Muslim, know that, I mean, we're with you and, um, you know, if you have a story to tell, let us know. We'll talk with you about it. Maybe even get you on the show. Um, this isn't america this is not our america and um you know we stand with you um and uh, it, it just angers me it breaks my heart that this is how we treat other human
1: beings it, it just amazes me that the kind of fear that Donald Trump and and other some other Republican leaders, members of his administration, how much fear they've been able to conjure up from the American public with regard to to Muslim Americans, Muslims in general, and and refugees, and it, it really puzzles me, especially with, with with regard to refugees, because I mean, if you look if you look in the Webster dictionary, the definition of the term is basically to flee terror, to flee persecution, to flee danger. I mean, they, these are these are not people we should be fearing, and and yet Go at ahead. the same time, it seems like it seems like Trump and and other Trump spokespersons, they they almost equate refugees with terrorism, and it just it makes and it, it's, they're not synonymous at all. They're if anything, they're antonyms, and and it it really boggles my mind how so many people can seem to believe that way. I mean, if if we were to Here's a story of uh, an abused wife and she wanted to flee her, her abusive husband. Would we have the same kind of reaction? Would we say, oh, well, we, we shouldn't provide you safety and protection and we, we need to vet you first? I No, I don't think so. And yet, yet at the same time with these these Muslim families who come from overseas trying to flee terrorism, it, it just, it's just a different thought process, it seems like. And we, for whatever reason, a lot of people Fear these individuals, and it just it makes no sense. And I, I read a study the other day. It was a recently conducted study, and it showed that the chances of dying via uh, an immigrant terrorist in this country is at point zero 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 six two percent. And there's a greater there, there's a greater chance in this country to die of your of your own clothes catching on fire, of igniting, than of of dying via and a terrorist immigrant, and, and yet we, for some reason, fear these people. And, and and I also read another study from the years of 2004 to 2013. There were 313 deaths in this country via terrorism. And guess how many deaths there were via gun violence in this country in the same time frame? Over 316,000. W- well, yeah, I we spent all this
2: time.
1: Yeah, we all- Yeah, <laughs> we, we spent all this time and energy trying to decrease 313 and we do little to nothing about the 316,000. I mean, what, what's what's yeah. the bigger problem? Honestly. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what happens when a group of unaccepted people unaccepting people get scared and um, turn something into what um, it's not, and um, you know, we've got to do better. We've got to and do
1: where, better. We, where would we be as a country without immigration? You know, that that always kind exactly. of puzzles and makes me laugh. Also, <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. I mean, every country has rules, laws with regard to immigration, and we've been trying to pass immigration reform for a number of years now, which has always been been blocked. I understand all that, but at the same time, just looking throughout this country's history, where would each and every one of us be without immigration?
0: Yep. I wouldn't be here. (laughs) I wouldn't either. (laughs) Pretty sure most of us would not be here.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, they – they deserve the same rights I do to, you know, come to this country and, um, you know, li- live that quote, American dream that everybody, you know, talks about. Um, but then they, you know, now it seems like we have a little, you know, asterisk by it, you know, not, not, not if from the following countries, you know, and, um and i I hate that. I mean, there are times when I've traveled abroad that I mean I'm embarrassed to tell people I'm from America lately. you know when we were up in Toronto right before the uh, elections, you know, I told you how so many people. Like, what is America thinking? And yeah, people <laughs> offer places to stay and you know, come on up. <laughs> I'm like, please don't tell me that because I will show up on your doorstep.
1: Yeah, is that all still so. on the table?
0: Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, considering you know how the, the prime minister is treating, um those who are having problems getting into the U.S. I mean, he's the complete opposite of Donald Trump. I feel certain they would even let some of us in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, can we trade leaders, please?
0: (sighs) No doubt. Or can he just cover, you know, all of North America? Can we just somehow boot? The Orange Man out. I I don't know. I love I love Justin Trudeau. Um, So, yeah, when I when I saw him marching last year in that gay pride parade in Toronto, that was something else. I mean, where do you see that? The leader of a country. He's posing with, you know, all these boys that, you know, they're probably having nasty thoughts about you because you're so good looking. and
1: But he didn't care. I
0: mean, he was putting his arms around, you know, guys, girls, and posing for pictures. And he was dancing, waving rainbow flags. And I'm like, wow, that is so cool. Can you, And I'm like, can you imagine Donald Trump doing that? Like,
1: I was just picturing that. No, I cannot. Yeah. Unless it's part of a dare or something like that. But even then, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, he's too manly.
1: Yeah. I'm that, too much
0: of a man. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm look, a big man. Look at these
1: hands. Look at these bigly manly hands.
0: <laughs> little baby hands. Yeah.
1: Now,
0: I have little hands, but I would like to compare mine with him.
1: Yeah, that would be interesting. I I want to see that. Well, next next time you have a face to face talk with uh, the orange man, let me know. Yeah. At least take a picture.
0: You know, I I've been doing a lot of thinking. Um, as we we're starting to wrap up. Um, and another big thing, and we can talk about this more. Um, but and we you know I we can still there's going to be more information the next time about, you know, what's happening with this, quote, you yeah, Muslim ban. But, um, I, I'm still scared as a LGBTQ woman. Um, I don't trust Donald, how he keeps saying, oh, oh, they're safe. They're safe. Um, well, your actions don't exactly show that buddy um, so you know, I mean, so many more people have much bigger warrior than than me um but you know it's been beautiful to see how what Trump has done he's brought us together even more.
1: I mean, mm-hmm. people
0: who weren't um, vocal, who, you know, you knew they supported you, but, you know, they're telling their buddies at work, they're speaking up for people
2: um, who
0: are, you know, as I always say, insert a minority here, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and maybe we needed this shaken up, and it's like, okay, we learn, bring in the real president now <laughs> you know um, you know. Do we wanna take odds on if he truly makes it the next six months before being impeached? I mean, seriously, do you think he's gonna make
1: uh, it? I, <laughs> I have no idea. I, I've given up predicting politics ever since his primary. But uh I really don't know. The, the guy gets bored so freaking easily. I I have a difficult time seeing him want to last longer than six months in the Oval Office. He might just want to say, you know what, that's it. I'm going back to reality TV. <laughs> Arnold's Arnold, move over.
0: I know. And what president? I mean, it's not presidential at all. I, I mean, he's like a little baby, you know. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, I see now that the – um, you know they're the um, ratings. Yeah the the ratings are so bad. Oh, uh, it's a loser. <laughs> like, yeah. okay, you're more worried about that than, um, you know, <laughs> things you really need to be worried about. Mm. Um, that really bothers me.
1: He he just seems to treat everything like it's some big reality TV show. And it hasn't really come to fruition yet that this is real life, that he is the actual leader of this country. And and his words, he he might have gotten away with speaking without thinking previously. It might have won over some some some, uh, viewers or listeners. But right now he's leader of the country, and, and every word he utters is going to be closely listened to and dissected every which part of the world and could potentially impact millions of people's lives rather significantly and he just doesn't realize that yet
0: right you're so right well guys it's been fun Um, it's been good being back on the air I know we're a little rusty but I still think we did right. um We did have someone just call, um, and I was about to get to them if it was going to be a quick call, but they hung up. I apologize. Um, they were, you know, we were just in the middle of a thought and I couldn't, um, flip right over. And by the time I was getting ready to talk to you, you hung up, call the next time. Um, and we also hope by next week to have, you know, what our set set schedule is going to be like, um. And yes, I'm I'm going to pick back up the Fridays uh, with the Rainbow Connection and um, got some super cool people lined up for that. And, um, you know, also what, um, you know, our main show is Craig and myself, um, you know, hopefully we'll have it figured out as far as, you know, permanent t- dates and times um, that, you know, you, you know when we'll be coming on but you also uh as a reminder to new users um we've got 90 something podcasts we're about to hit our 100th show i have to see how far away we are i think it's about five but we're about to hit our 100th show already i can't believe it wow, neither.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah
0: crazy crazy um So always know that you can go, you know, to our website and get the podcast there as well in case you miss a show or or you just started listening in. There's some great interviews out there. I hope you'll take advantage of it. Um, Craig, hope you have a good weekend. Um, I guess we're going, both going with the Patriots, but I'm going with a, a little larger blowout.
1: <laughs> yeah, nine um, i for the Falcons, so I'll be perfectly happy if I get that prediction wrong. <laughs> all right.
0: Well, take care, my friend. Take care all the listeners. Hope you have a good weekend. And that goes for you, too, Mr. Craig.
1: Thank you. You have a great um, weekend, too. Get to feeling better.
0: Yeah, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you nope, guys thank you. Uh, very soon. Bye, guys.